Hi guys, welcome to a, another episode of Blunt Blowing Mama podcast. I'm your host, Shanitria, and in case this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Just so you know, this is a podcast about moms, i.e. me, <laughs> who smoke weed. And that's pretty much all I talk about. All things related to weed, as the name should imply. So welcome. Let's get into it. It's been such a crazy few days. I just, did you guys just ever feel just like depleted almost? Like emotionally depleted, just drained, just you don't even feel 100% like you? That's what I've been feeling lately and it's not a fun feeling. So I'm smoking some weed. obviously to help treat this and get rid of this feeling I don't like this and things have been so good with the kids and my son he's getting so big and he's just so adorable and my daughter I just took her little braids out and I, I'm just oh, ugh, digression but when I was taking her braids out today it just reminded me of how much I kind of valued that time when I was a kid with my mom her doing my hair and braiding it or you know whatever um, an aunt or someone in my life just doing my hair such a sacred time and it's such a beautiful and peaceful moment so I was just doing that with her today taking her braids down and I was just like man like I love this kid like this is my kid like I fucking made her (laughs) I didn't make her alone but like she was inside of me she was in my stomach and now you're here and I'm taking down your braids what (laughs) like it's crazy you know what I'm about to do. I'm about to smoke some weed. I, I just absolutely have to. I'm smoking a sativa, obviously. <laughs> I'm a sativa hybrid kind of sativa and hybrid kind of gal. I don't fuck with. I mean, I fuck with indica, but not like not like I fuck with sativa. So I'm about to smoke this purple tangy. <sighs> I hope you have your joint or your blunt or your bong, vape, whatever with you. And let's just do this together. Let's. Let's release all the BS. That feels so good. (laughs) I'm already feeling better. How about you? That was, Lord, I needed that. (laughs) I'm not even joking, man. Like, I really, I really needed that. So much is going on, and I feel like, you know, I'm just going to share with you guys because maybe I'm a weirdo, or maybe I'm not the only person who's ever felt like this. And, you know, if you have been through something like this, send me a message, drop me some comment, leave a review, whatever. I just want to know. So there's this show on Netflix called Easy. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it before. It's a pretty dope show. It takes place in Chicago and it follows like these different adults who loosely know each other um, in their lives and their relationships um, specifically. One of the couples on the show, they're in an open relationship. They're married, but they have two kids and they're in an open relationship. And this is like the third season of the show or something. So Literally, I feel like every time we watch the show for like the past three years or two years, however long we've been watching it, 
me and my boyfriend, when I say we, I'm always like, why don't we try an open relationship? And he's just vehemently against it. I've been harassing and talking to all my friends about it probably for so long now. And he always is just like shuts me down. And it's just like, I don't want, for me, it relates to, okay, we've been together for eight years, almost 10 years. We have two kids together. Like our level of trust, I feel, is unshakable. And our foundation is solid as fuck, okay? Our sex is great. And it's not even a jab at him. And it's not like, well, why can't you just be happy with what you have and monogamy, blah, blah. And, you know, not everybody's built for just being one person forever. It's one of the reasons why I'm against marriage. More on that (laughs) another time. But, you know, I'm 30 years old, okay? And I've been with him since I was 22 years old. I've been with my boyfriend since I was 22. That's a long, that's pretty much all my 20s. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. I love my life. I think I have a great life. I love my family. I brings me, I breathe for my family. You know, like it's that deep. And I love my boyfriend so much. Like we smoke weed together, we chill. And when I bring the subject up to him, it always fucks shit up. Like our relationship immediately just like where it takes a nosedive and like we're you know, he's upset with me and we're not really speaking to each other and it's a weird place. So we're in that place right now because I brought it up again. And I guess I'm just wondering, like, am I crazy? You know, am I being selfish? One of the things I love about weed is that it's one of the only things that I can turn to when I'm going through rough patches in my relationship. And he does it as well. And it helps. It helps me sit down and think and process and kind of figure out like what's going on and why and try to understand his side and put myself out of the way, I'm able to get that level of introspection through cannabis. And I'm so grateful for it because otherwise I think I would be a selfish asshole. I would be the worst person (laughs) to be in a relationship with. But cannabis helps me kind of humble myself in a sense by pushing the ego to the side and just really just apologizing and seeing the other person's side and listening, you know, really, really listening, not like hearing him, but like listening everything he's saying, actually taking it in and processing it so I can give a thoughtful response that would push the conversation further and hopefully to a sort of resolution. That's the whole point of communication in my, when you're having conflict. That's the only way to resolve conflict is by thoughtful and active listening. (sighs) Anywho, I'm in this situation and it really sucks. So I just wanted to vent that really quickly. I have no answer to the situation. There's no answer. I'll update you guys. But I just have to note that, you know, without cannabis, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, when when I get into relationships, when I get into relationships, (laughs) when me and my boyfriend get into, you know, disagreements or have arguments or we're upset with each other, disappointed or, you know, what, what have you. Cannabis is one of those things we both can turn to and just be like, okay, let's smoke some weed together. Let's let the weed marinate and sink in and just be one with your thoughts for a moment or two. And then let's talk, you know, calmly, peacefully, and listen and let's resolve. So I'm hoping that we can do that tonight. (laughs) I hope so. I hate, I hate when we're like in weird places and not really talking to each other and communicating and one one of us is upset at the other it's never fun like he's my best friend and I love him I don't like when we're not happy (laughs) but anyways you guys are totally not tuning in to hear me and my uh Iyanla fix my life situation (laughs) 
Oh, and if you're wondering why did I why did I want to open a relationship? I want to open a relationship because I've been with my boyfriend for almost 10 years and I'm still young. I'm 30 years old. And sometimes I see a hot guy and I just want to flirt and not feel guilty. I want to flirt or I want to text really flirty texts with a guy and not, you know, nothing too serious. And maybe, maybe if the option, you know, if I feel compelled, like feel comfortable enough with like experiencing some sort of sexual encounter with someone who's not my boyfriend, and not feel guilty about it, but be in an understanding enough relationship with my partner that they get that and they understand that this is nothing more than me just feeling like I want to explore my life a little bit and love other people and feel other people or not even love them, but you know, just like, just and like people without the guilt. Because I think that there's nothing wrong with being attracted to someone or liking someone or wanting to go on a couple dates with them and, you know, just experience that fun, that thrill, that newness, or just flirt, or just feel sexy, or feel desired from someone else. Because he makes my boyfriend makes me feel all those things. But that's just how I want to be able to live in this world, <laughs> if that makes any sense at all. So maybe that's selfish, but I'm being honest, and I'm not going out there and doing all these things behind his back. And <sighs> I don't know. Anywho, enough of that. So I got a question from one of you guys, and you know, as you all know, I will answer any questions or send any sharing messages that have been sent to Blonde Boy Mama, just to you know make sure that I'm answering anything that somebody else might have or question that they might have. Because it's important. It's really important. And I, and I want to make sure that this podcast and me sharing your questions, answering your questions, sharing my own experiences can help normalize cannabis use among parents as much as possible so that people are just educated about this kind of life. Or if they're curious about it, they're listening and they're hearing your stories, my stories of cannabis as a parent. And they're, you know, walking away a little bit enlightened, a little bit more knowledgeable about the situation than they would have known before and able to kind of debunk some assumptions that maybe they had about parents who choose to live this quote unquote lifestyle. So I have a question from a woman who I will will stay anonymous. She says, hi there. Just wondering if you would recommend sticking to certain strains of cannabis during pregnancy. Is the THC quite harmful to the fetus and much safer to stick to low THC, high CBD strains? Thanks in advance. I think that's a really great question. And I say that because it's a fair and it's a fair concern. When I was pregnant, I consciously decided, okay, I'm doing CBD and very low THC um, strains and forms of cannabis only so that I can make sure that I am actually using this as medication. Because when I was pregnant, I made sure that I only use CBD and low THC cannabis products because outside of pregnant life, I am a recreational cannabis user, you know. And I can say, you know, I'll use it medicinally here and there, but my primary way of in of looking at cannabis and using it in my life is recreationally. And, you know, I'm in a social gathering, I use cannabis. 
I've had a long day. I use cannabis, which is also I can say, you know, it's helping me relieve my stress, so it's medicinal. <laughs> but I don't have like, you know, any hardcore illnesses or chronic pain or anything like that that I'm treating, you know, mental issues that I'm treating or emotional issues, nothing where, you know, I would go see a doctor and say, I need XYZ prescribed to me for it and I'm using cannabis for it instead. That's not my case. I'm using it more on a recreational basis. So I knew that when I became pregnant and as I was pregnant just a few months ago that I would definitely be using low THC because I didn't want to, and my intention wasn't to get high. It was to take the edge off of a really emotional hormonal day or to make sure that uh, the pregnancy hormones aren't driving me crazy. (laughs) Things like that, because that was most important to me during my pregnancy. And those are the things that bothered me the most when I was pregnant was, was the hormones, the crazy psychotic emotions and mood swings that I was going through. I'm up one second, I'm down the next second, I'm crying here, I'm laughing there, I'm angry, I'm enraged, I'm acting like the Hulk. (laughs) And I didn't like that. I didn't like feeling that way. And that's out of character for me. It's out of character for me because whenever I start to feel, you know, a little cray cray, (laughs) I use cannabis. And so being pregnant, I knew that I couldn't stop that, you know, especially because I knew that every emotion and feeling would be amplified because of the pregnancy hormones. So I knew that I had to take care of myself in that way. But I also knew that I didn't need high amounts of THC to make that happen. So I was very conscious about, you know, not dabbing because of the super duper high, like 90 80, 70% THC levels and some concentrates that you dab. And that's cool and dandy and all when I'm using recreationally. But as a pregnant woman, like, nah. (laughs) That just for personally, for me, that wasn't for me. So I did avoid, you know, high amounts of THC. And I would smoke like a joint here and there. Um, Never a whole joint, always like half of a joint or less. And the strains that I used were all usually sativa strains, unless it was like my first trimester and I was trying to get to bed at night and I'm going straight for the indica, but always low THC amounts. So I knew that like no wax, no concentrate, no shatter, anything like that. No, nothing that would automatically from jump probably have higher THC levels. Um, So I was definitely stuck to flower or I vaped and I, you know, there was... If I usually when I vape, it would be like a THC CBD mix with higher levels of CBD and really low levels of THC, or just vape a CBD with a CBD vape, you know. So it just depends. It depends on like what I was trying to treat and what I was trying to treat that day. But for the most part, I did stay within like those boundaries, uh, so to speak. You know, every woman's different, and every woman's going to find that certain things work for them better using CBD topicals or using CBD edibles, you know, that's also an option or super low THC. And that's something to think about as well. It depends on how you like to consume your cannabis and which ways work best for you and your lifestyle and your body and soon to be your baby and THC getting to the baby. Hmm. I thought about it a little bit when I was pregnant. I was just like, oh, I don't want my baby to be getting high or what have you. But then I just did a little bit of research, the easy, easy. <laughs> bit of research out there indicates that super small amounts do make it to the baby, if at all, and that 
low key is actually good for the baby's um, endocrine system. <laughs> I hope I'm saying that right, y'all. Please always consult with your medical professional, a doctor, if you ever have any questions concerning your pregnancy or breastfeeding or any questions concerning incorporating cannabis or any other kind of treatment into your lifestyle if you're pregnant or breastfeeding because they know best. They they know the science. They did the science things in school and they have the science like degrees and they have the MD behind their names. <laughs> Please find somebody. I think that's the first step. I always tell anyone, you know, find a doctor that you feel comfortable talking to about these things. That's the first step because Pregnancy is a big deal, especially if it's your first baby. You need someone who's going to be in your corner. And if you feel like you can't bring these questions to your doctor and that this person's not going to be in your corner or not be able to answer you, you know, honestly, then I think that you definitely need to find another doctor, find another hospital, find another midwife, find another doula, what have you, because you need those people to be able to answer you in an informed way and you need to feel comfortable with asking them these questions in the first place because this is a big fucking deal. <laughs> You're growing a baby inside of you and you need as much support as possible. And if you have any questions, you should not feel ashamed, scared, or nervous to ask your medical professional. That's first. <laughs> and second, everything I'm saying is in relation to my own personal experience, you know, and, and things that other women who have used cannabis while pregnant or breastfeeding have told me. And that's it, you know, and I think that that's really cool to be able to say, okay, this is what my doctor said, but this is what this woman and that woman and this woman also said, who also done the same thing, experienced it, you know, they use cannabis when they're pregnant, their kid is 20 or their kid is 12 or their kid is two or the kid is two months. And this was their experience and everyone's fine. You know, all the stories always end in everyone's fine. The cannabis did not ruin anybody's life. The baby is fine. The baby is now a kid. The baby is now a teenager. The baby is now an adult. And they're still fine. So the research needs to catch up and show that. And, and it's hard because there's research out there. But the sampling that they're using is ridiculously flawed because they're not just isolating cannabis use only. It's cannabis and cigarettes or cannabis and alcohol or cannabis and alcohol and cigarettes. And it's like, how can you come to a fair conclusion when you haven't isolated just cannabis only users and you're also looking at people who smoke cigarettes and who looking at people who and using them for research in regards to cannabis and pregnancy or cannabis and just motherhood in general, breast cannabis and breastfeeding. And those people also smoke cigarettes and or they're drinking alcohol, heavy amounts you know, it's just like, it's not fair. It's not, it's not a study that can really be used and it can't be a hundred percent valid because how am I supposed to relate or see myself in this woman when I am not using cigarettes? I don't smoke cigarettes or I don't drink alcohol when I'm pregnant or I don't drink alcohol that much, you know, or what have you. Like, where is this the sample size of women who are only using cannabis? I want those studies. And there is a study actually being done, I think, at University of Washington. I think, I hope I'm right with that one. And they're studying, they're actually asking for women right now um, to participate in this study about the effects of cannabis during pregnancy. And I'm super fucking excited. Like, yes, finally. <laughs> I wish I was pregnant. I would go right over there and be like, me, like, take me, you know, just because it's so important. And I think that, like, 
there should be more. I hope this isn't the first study and I, and I can't wait to see, you know, their conclusion and what, what they find. I'll definitely keep you guys posted on when that does happen because I'm super curious and I'm super excited about it. And I think it's about fucking time, you know? <laughs> but yeah, girl, I think that those are really good questions and fair questions because where else are you going to get this information, you know? I would just say, I think sticking to low THC and mostly CBD is the way to go. That was the way to go for me. But every woman, like I said, is different. Every pregnancy, heavens knows, every pregnancy is different. And don't worry about your baby. Eat right. Take care of yourself. Don't be stressed. Don't let your man or whoever you're in a relationship stress you out. Enjoy this moment. Enjoy your pregnancy. And if cannabis is going to help you do that, then you deserve this because you are the real motherfucking MVP. Okay, bitch? Like you are having a baby. You are putting a life on this earth. And this is a really special moment for you. So just enjoy it. And I hope that cannabis can help you do that because you deserve. All right, guys, that's all I have. For this episode i really hope you enjoyed it um sorry about my little rant <laughs> earlier about my relationship it's probably a tmi he's probably gonna be mad at me later if he finds out that <laughs> i put this episode out but so <laughs> Uh, anyways guys thank you so much for tuning in and listening i hope that i will be able to chat with you guys again next week (laughs) unless my boyfriend's like pull the plug on this shit you're telling our business pull the plug (laughs) oh god no he's not that kind of guy he's not so he probably won't even listen (laughs) any toots any toots where did that come from so I'm definitely high now, guys. It always by the end of the episode, I'm like, oh, yep. The weed done kicked in. I feel it. I'm good. I'm high. <laughs> Anyways, I can't wait to chat with you guys some more. If you ever have any questions or want to share any stories or just want to like give a shout out, definitely send me a message via email to bluntblowingmama at gmail.com or you can always follow bluntblowingmama on Instagram, Twitter, like bluntblowingmama on Facebook and send me a message, send me a DM, send me a comment and as always definitely leave reviews on iTunes. Let me know that you are dating this podcast. Give it five stars. I'm a five star chick. (laughs) Or you know definitely share. Sharing is caring. Share this podcast with a friend if you think that they would like to here, send it to your mom and your daddy, your pappy, y'all. Until next time. Hey, bye. <laughs>